0: Hey, everyone. Emily Abadi here bringing you another installment of 5-Minute Friday. For those new to the show, on 5-Minute Friday, I share with you a story from my week, some thought-provoking stuff that I've been making my way through. I offer up a thought prompt to take you into the weekend or, you know, whenever you're listening to this. Then I share with you my content picks, my highlights of the week, and finish things off by answering a listener question. I want to make note Please, I would love to answer your question on the show. I will put a link in the show notes just where you will find links to all the stuff I talk about in today's episode, where you can click on in, leave me a voicemail, and perhaps hear your voice on an upcoming episode of Hurdle. Today, I'm talking to you. I mean, I have been, oh my goodness, I have been, I've been really anxious lately. I have been just for like the past week and a half waking up in the middle of the night. And you know what? It brings me back to how I felt at the beginning of the pandemic. And I think about this a lot. You know, how many times back in March and April and May and please June, July, August of of 2020 did we say like 2020 was going to be my year? And I think a lot of us... um, And I don't want to speak for all of you, but I know that I can say that I was mourning a lot of things that hadn't happened yet. You know, so many things that I had been plotting and planning. I felt like I had all this momentum. I was traveling a lot. I was doing a lot of speaking engagements. And I was just really hopeful for what was to come. And when I say that out loud, it makes me think about a lot of other things in my life where I felt the same way. I mean my last relationship, for example, when that ended, I felt like I had the rug pulled out from under me. And at the time, you know, I was thinking a lot about the things that I thought that we would maybe <laughs> do together. Like, I maybe thought about what life could look with, like with him <laughs> if, you know, we got to a point where we decided that we wanted to spend it together. I thought about where we could live and... And I felt the same way. I mean, another totally different example, but super relevant here. When I injured my hip in the early months of last year, you know, I had to dramatically shift my routine because of that. And I pressed pause on like a lot of my really big plans. And just like with the pandemic and just like in my personal life, I was so focused at that time, for a bit anyway, about the things that I wouldn't be able to do because of what I was going through. And it's not that it's not understandable, right? Thinking about the things that won't happen because of something that you didn't plan for or something that is frustrating, a hurdle moment. But I encourage you to ask yourself something. And this is something that Trent Shelton and I talked about in his episode last week. Can you flip the script? Can you flip the perspective. Instead of thinking about the negative things that will happen as a result of this hurdle moment, think about the doors that can open. Think about what you have the opportunity to do now that maybe you wouldn't have done before. You know, back to that injury example, when I think about the things that I did instead of running during that time, it was a lot of things that I had been putting off that I wanted to make time for. I finally took an Italian class. I finally invested more time in my relationship with my parents. I set aside time to figure out how to engage with this community. I started releasing three episodes a week. I came out with a newsletter. I created hurdle sessions like I did so much. And at the time, you know, I was so mad, but reflecting on that now, if I had, instead of wasting that energy on being angry and, oh man, like how much better would I have felt, right? So here I am with some words of encouragement. If you are hearing what I'm saying and you're sitting there and you're nodding your head like, What if you thought about how you could take the hurdle moments in your life into your own power? Instead of mourning the things that aren't happening, that won't happen, maybe shift your perspective to think of how things may happen differently going forward, and that can, in fact, work in your favor. Manifest that. And maybe if you recognize that the things that are in your future— despite they could be better than you imagined, right? Instead of being upset about the idea of what's changing or what isn't going to happen that you had envisioned, focus on how to embrace the hurdle moments and turn these challenges into positives. Again, I know it's not easy, but as Trent would say, your perspective can either be your power or your prison. Quick shout out to a hurdler, Jen who is dealing with a potential stress fracture right now. I felt like today's episode was actually super relevant to her. She tagged me in the lace-up on Instagram yesterday, saying that she's looking at wearing a boot as an opportunity. That is what I'm talking about. Prompt for the week. When was the last time you looked at a hurdle moment with a positive lens? What did you learn from that experience? Again, when was the last time that you looked at a real hurdle moment through a positive lens? And what did you learn from that experience? Highlights of the week, links to all of this are in the show notes. Download Goody. As someone who's outward facing love language is giving gifts, this is so up my alley. What I dig about Goody, which is an app, you can download it on your phone. Goody is a gift gift giving app. And you don't need the recipient's home address or to pay up front. Instead, you can plug in a person's name and their phone number and then choose your gift from a very well curated list of options that are based on like, I love you. Thank you. Happy birthday, etc. Tons of really great brands. I wouldn't mind if someone went in there and sent me something from Mahuri personally. Basically what happens, users are notified, and then you pay once they accept their gift. So I just thought this was a really fun thing to do. For years now, I've been sending sugar wish gifts, which I also love. But I love that you can get creative with Goody with some really awesome options. Listen, planning your life for success on Mindset Mentor. I needed this episode this week. I feel as though I've been a little bit on autopilot. So... Taking the host Rob Dial's advice to do inventory of my day-to-day routine was super useful. He asks an important question, and that is, are the things that you are doing regularly good for you or not? And I know that it's kind of instinctive. You're like, well, this habit is quote-unquote good for me. But it's kind of deeper than that, right? Like, how do you feel, for example, if you're drinking a glass of wine every night? Like, does that actually make you feel good? Or is that just something you're doing on autopilot? Something to think about, you know, this concept of going through an awakening, realizing what it is that you do in your day to day that you have been asleep to. And if there are things in your regular routine that may be doing more bad than good, read Opinion, a Boston Marathon for all benefits, the running community. I love Aaron Strout for this. I don't know if you heard the news this week, but the Boston Athletic Association announced that 70,000 people, they're going to have the opportunity to register for the virtual edition of the race. And the catch is, as many of you may know, the Boston Marathon is usually super exclusive in that you have to run a certain qualifying time or raise a certain amount for charity to get in on the action. In my eyes, honestly, I understand why some people who may have done either of those things may feel some kind of way about the fact that, you know, anyone potentially could register for this virtual event. But if you have the gusto and like the determination to run a virtual marathon, which in my eyes is so much more difficult than showing up for a regular marathon, uh, good for you. Get out there. Do it. Check out Together. Together. This week, Pro athletes Alex Morgan, she's been on Hurdle, I'll link to her episode in the show notes. Suberd Simone Manuel, and Chloe Kim teamed up to launch together. And basically what that is, it's a, as they describe it, commerce and media company designed to elevate women's voices around, but not exclusively within sports. This reminds me, a few years ago, a woman that I used to run with started something called The New Jock. This feels like the reincarnation of The New Jock, but created by a bunch of Olympians. I love the idea of raising women's voices in sport. I'm excited to see the different stories that they tell with this platform. And I think that it's really valuable that these women who are so well known are, you know, doing their part to help these great stories get told. And lastly, this week, a sign up for COA. I don't know what rock I have been living under, uh, but I saw an article from Fast Company pop up on my Twitter feed yesterday, and I'm so interested in COA, which is, as they put it, the world's first gym for mental fitness. They have live classes led by therapists, interactive exercises, and a supportive community. It's backed by Kevin Love and i am certainly of the mindset that if we put half as much attention into our mental health and into our well-being as we do often into our physical health and our physical well-being we would all be better for it this week's listener question comes from marissa hi emily this is marissa from minnesota I have been loving all of the tips that you share on the podcast, especially uh, post-running recovery tips. One question I've been having is, do you recommend going and getting sports massages? And if so, how often do you typically get one for yourself? Thank you. Oh, man, Melissa. I... I have a confession. I'm not good at getting regular sports massages, especially, oh my goodness, I have not stepped foot near one uh, since the beginning of the pandemic. But what I will say is, yes, they can be a really important tool if you want to take care of your body. However... I have sort of done what I can to throw some great things in my toolbox that I use at home. So at home, I have everything from a my high sauna blanket to Theraguns, Hypervolts, Tech compression boots, Epsom salt to make Epsom salt baths. Like I've so much stuff here. So literally my cute little apartment is like my at-home recovery studio. The moral to the story in this rambling, really, is that if you have the means and feel safe to do it, sports massages can be a really great tool for you because it's so important to prioritize recovery like we are prioritizing the activity. If you recover well, you will perform better. So especially the perk to physical massage, getting into those quote unquote knots, working on the fascia helping give your muscles the TLC they need to encourage blood flow and, of course, better recovery. So are they a great tool? Yes. How regularly should you be getting them? Hey, that's up to you. If you have the means to get them regularly, once a month, once every other week, once a quarter, whatever works, you know, but there are plenty of things that you can use on your own at home. I will link to those in the show notes that may be able to give you some of the same perks. That's it for this week. As always, I love you guys. So appreciative of you. I would love it if you can do me this one favor this week. What I would adore is if you could share this podcast with a friend who does not listen to Hurdle yet. You don't need to tag me on social media, although if you do, it would mean the world. So I could share that with more Hurdlers, more potential listeners. If you could share it, it would just it would be the best. So thank you. Make sure you're following Hurdle and staying up to date with the show over on Instagram at Hurdle Podcast and that you are subscribed to the weekly Hurdle newsletter. Another Hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time.